Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. I feel like the dream for a lot of us is to get to do our art for a living. It can be such a blessing. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes monetizing your art is not all it's cracked up to be. When your ability to make rent depends on your artistic output, that can take all of the fun out of it. Which is why I love finding working artists who have managed to stay passionate. That's how it is for Gigi Lira, a.k.a. Gigi Jiggles. She's a nail artist in Chicago, and her artistic practice is all about building community. Today, we're going to hear her story as told to my colleague Ari Mejia is part of the Shy Sounds Like series from our sister station, Vocalo. Hey, what's up? I'm Gina Lira, also known as Gigi Jiggles. I'm a Chicago nail tech and nail artist, and this is what Chicago sounds like. I kind of like reflect back to being a child and thinking, oh, no one is like the odds of me being a working artist are so low and I don't even, I don't know what I'm going to do for a living. And then I think about it now and I'm like, I am a working artist. That's kind of funny. I didn't think that was a possibility as a child, but I wished I could have made money as an artist. And now every day I paint. I'm, I use little paintbrushes and, and I get paid for that. That's really awesome when I think about it. Like, that's really, really awesome. So I didn't know that the path was going to lead me to here. But being able to take like all these art classes at a fine arts magnet school, a Chicago public school, like that led me to there. Like doing graffiti as a teenager led me to here. You know, that's I think that's pretty cool. I'm born and raised in Chicago, second generation Chicagoan. My mom, I like didn't own a home, so we moved around a lot. I would say that the longest neighborhood that I lived in was Humboldt Park in West Humboldt Park and Logan Square. I remember being like a shorty, maybe like three or four years old and a landlord that we had um, gave me a drawer. I feel like it was like a kitchen drawer taken out of a cabinet or something or out of a kitchen. And it was full of markers, like hundreds of markers, different brands, different sizes. It was like he, he had kids, maybe he had been collecting markers for a long time. And I was just like, whoa. And there was like some that were dried out and some that weren't, but like doodling all the time. I was also like a kid with ADHD. So every time I went somewhere where my parents needed to run an errand or had to tag along, I had a little bag that had like my sketchbook and some paper and some pens and some crayons and a coloring book. It was one of the few things I could get my little spazzy butt to sit down and like chill for a second. And my dad was like, you know, let's try to get you into a public school that has an art program. So I was very, very, very privileged enough to go to a fine arts grammar school in Chicago that was in Old Town called Franklin Fine Arts Center. I just kept always taking art classes. I was in art classes in high school. I was on the Airbrush Club also because I did graffiti. So I wanted to know. I was always doing my own nails because my freshman year of high school, I went to Catholic school. I didn't want to go. My father was just like, you're going to Catholic school because I think you need like something that's going to teach you some self-control because you're kind of wilding. And I felt so 
completely restricted by a uniform dress code. It was the first time I had ever worn a uniform. It was the go-go 90s. So like the nail situation was going off real hard. Everybody had like really cute acrylic square, square shaped nails. And I remember being like, oh, okay, this is how I'm going to express myself with my nails if I can't do it with my uniform. And then into adulthood, I had this like box of nail supplies. And whenever a homie would come over and want to like talk to me or rant about their <sighs> trifling boyfriend or something like that, I would be like, wait, before you even tell me like what's happening, sit down, give me a second. And I would go get my box, my nail box, set it up on the table, lay out some paper towels and be like, all right, girl, tell me everything. And it'd be our like little nail salon session where I got the gossip and definitely told them to break up with their boyfriend <laughs> and would do their nails. And I loved doing my friend's nails and my siblings' nails, and my mom's nails. And this bar opened called Beauty Bar. My bandmate was working there as a bar back. I saw that they had like that it was like vintage hair salon aesthetic in there and that they had manicurists doing manicures. And I was like, wait, what? Like, this is cute. <laughs> I want to do this. I want to like make a little extra money on the side. Like this is actually this in my wheelhouse. I know I'm good at this. And so I talked to the manager and I got a job there and I was having so much fun making a little extra money. I worked there like two nights a week. So in addition to my nanny jobs, through a lot of troubleshooting and practice, I kind of honed my technique of like how to make them last and how to like have longevity. And and it was just like a ton of fun. And then I started, um, I met Astro Wifey, who's like an amazing Chicago nail artist. Ashley was like, go to nail school and get licensed. Like you're good at this and you like doing it. And it won't take long for you to like build up a clientele. And then I talked to my sister about it and she was like, go to nail school, get licensed, like I'll help you. And now I'm like, I'm booked solid and I do what I do. There's not a lot that I could provide for like my community. And that's like the queer community, the LGTBQIA plus, et cetera, community. And it's something that I started to feel when I was working at Beauty Bar, because when I was working at Beauty Bar at the time, there were so many queer events and I was doing so many people's nails who didn't feel comfortable going to other nail salons because they were getting judged or misgendered or just not treated with just decency. And that's when I started to get like the clue of just how important it was to like feel comfortable in this place where you can you know feel your full self so like it's just really means a lot to me and it's so important to me to provide like a safe nurturing place that doesn't just tolerate you like I'm queer and my queer family and their friends are like welcome here and that I am like a person sometimes that people are like, I don't get my nails done by anybody else but you because it doesn't feel comfortable anywhere else. And there's no judgment in our space and in my space where you can tell me anything. I've been there, I've done that, I've heard it, I've seen it. There's really nothing anyone can say that can make me bat an eye. So like that amount of safety in your nail tech because I learned so much about everybody, deep, just really deep stuff. To be able to know you can talk about anything with me and I'm not going to be, number one, a clueless like Duntan on who doesn't know anything. And then also like embracing and nurturing and loving of you and who you are and how you want to represent yourself. That's so, so, so important. 
I would consider myself a musician before I consider myself a singer. Because no matter whether I'm in a band or not, I always have to be doing something with music. I've been able, been lucky enough to like be in a band and tour and go to other cities and other states and stuff like that. And I'm always unfortunately comparing it to Chicago and being like, it's just not doing what Chicago do. I love, first of all, the people. When I lived in LA, what I missed most about Chicago, aside from good encased cured meats, <laughs> like their sausage game is trash. <laughs> Um, is the people. I feel like I'm just very proud of being a second generation Chicagoan. Like my parents didn't move here. They were both born here, not in the suburbs, like in the city. As nerdy and dumb as it sounds, like Chicago feels like my ethnicity in a way. And I feel very connected to the city because I feel like I have those memories and and feel like roots in it everywhere. I, I just really feel like my roots here, like culturally. Like the music, the food, like the I, like house music is my ancestral music. <laughs> my sister was in a dance crew in the 80s. You know, I'm like half Italian, half Puerto Rican. And like when I was dating my ex, <laughs> when I was dating my ex, she used to live here and she moved to L.A. And then when she we started dating, she had to come and visit all the time. And she started to feel she was challenged. Like Chicago wasn't kind to her. And I'll say that when Chicago isn't kind to you. It's very hard. And she was like, you know, I moved away from Chicago and I did never thought that I would be coming back here as much as I am, but I'm dating you. And, but it's like really hard for me. And I was like, you know what? We need to talk about this. And I was like, if you're dating me, you're also dating Chicago. And if you love me, you have to love Chicago. And if you really claim to understand me, then you have to understand and have respect for Chicago. And I was like, and if you can't do that, <laughs> you need to think about that. And we need to like, think about where our relationship's gonna go. And I was like being a little dramatic and expecting her to be like, you know, I love Chicago. She was like, you know what? You're right. Maybe I need to think of it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Then like, I guess we'll talk about that later. And like, I'm dating somebody right now who's like so in love with Chicago. And then we like joke about like, dating Chicago I'm like well actually Chicago's my primary you know like you know like I don't know what you're doing but I'm gonna be busy with Chicago later so you know, and I love that I love dating somebody who loves Chicago Gigi Lira is a Chicago nail artist you can find her on Instagram her handle is at the Gigi Jiggles this episode was produced by Ari Mejia at WBEZ's sister station, Vocalo. It's a part of their Shy Sounds Like series. For more stories like this, go to vocalo.org slash shy sounds like. And that's it for today. Thank you to Justin Bull and Sarah Stark for producing The Rundown and to Ariel Van Clee for editing the show. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is a part of the NPR Network. If you love the show, rate us, review us. It helps more people find The Rundown. And if you give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, I will shout you out on the show. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.